This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. Whoa, that was like really pronounced. And this is the <laughs> MFG cast. been a bit hasn't it i'm here i'm here also well you know kurt's around because he's been popping out uh episodes of his uh rpg that he's running yep my role-playing game my own i had a hard time with that (laughs) the D &D campaign that i've been running yeah but i but i'm still here Yay! yay tracy you're alive insert Applause track. Woo! Hey, we're here for another uh, regular episode, board game episode. But this one, we're kind of we're doing a holiday theme one. We're doing our uh, holiday recommendations, and we're gonna have uh, what do we have? Four categories? Five. Five categories. We upped it to five. But yeah, we're going to be talking about some recommendations for the holidays that we think that you should take a look at and get for your loved ones or for yourself. With that being said, we decided not to use games as a full gambit of... Hi, Batista. There's Batista. As a full recommendation of any game ever made in this creation of the world, but it was any game that we had... Really, first initially played in 2020. Yeah, because like, the, right? yeah, we with a little caveat of you know a couple of these games we might have played once at like a con or something like that, but we didn't really dig into it. So I think it it still lends itself to a 2020 for us. It's not going to be things that are released in 2020. It's going to be stuff that's kind of more newer to us that we're kind of digging into this year. So yep. So because, some of them are old. Some of them are fresh out of the hopper. Yep. So I kind of wanted to mention that ahead yep. of time so that you knew and you weren't wondering where the hell we got this stuff from. Yep, that's right. But anyway, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, yep. Happy Holidays. Yep, whatever holiday you are cheers observing. To ye- cheers to you and yours. That's right. Kwanzaa. Yep, that's right. Did I forget any? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> let's begin. So what's our first category that we've got going on for our holiday recommendations? Our first category is an easy pickup and play game. Yeah, so why did we do that? We thought, you know what, holiday stuff, like maybe you're getting together with your friends and your family or something like that, hopefully socially distanced. Hopefully it's just actually, now nowadays, hopefully it's just your immediate household, so. Yep, and one of my recommendations we found that you can actually play it virtually. So 
That's always good. Dun dun dun. That's why I maybe <laughs> dun, dun, put it dun. on. <laughs> maybe that's why I put it on. Well, there. see, there you go. That that's yeah. That's a good way to play a game, you know, with friends and family that are not in your household. Right, but otherwise, like an easy pick up and play game can be something that's going to be happening once this whole madness is over. Yeah. Um, you can be able to play with your friends and your family. That's right. Down the road too. That's true. So what is this game that you're talking about? Um, my recommendation for an easy pick up and play game is just one. And who's that by? I don't know. Ripos Productions. Oh, okay. I forget. That's okay. Sorry. And this game was recommended to me initially through a board game page on Facebook because I was looking for a game. If you remember, like a past episode. I think we talked about this. I was looking for a team building game for work um, because I was leading a team building activity for my team. My team for so is that is that how you is that how you do team building? You lead a team building thing for team building. You we do <laughs> we do lots of team things. Team team teams. Team. Team, There's teams. no I'm team. team but there team, is a me. Teams. Yes. Okay. And um, how did that go? So it was awesome. Yeah. This was just. Pre-pandemic, so we were able to play this game in person, mm-hmm. and it worked out really well. We had lots of fun, but now we've since introduced this game via Zoom with your family, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. But really short, fast, not a whole gambit of what this game is about, but basically it's just one of those where you give one word clues to have people guess what the word is just so that's why it's called just one mm-hmm. just one clue to have your team guess what the word is mm-hmm. and it works really nice on zoom because you can have other people look away and show them what their word is and yeah you can't use the dry erase boards and stuff like that but they can use paper or if they have a dry erase board at their house or something like that and it's just cards and dry erase boards and markers in the game. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those games that's like really fun and easy to play and it it's weird because it's not it you think a game like this wouldn't be super fun but you know it totally is when you get down to it and you start playing it and like and even the fact that it comes with so many cards and you're supposed to play with 13 at a time and there's you know a decent amount of words but like you could you know you could literally grab some you know, regular playing cards and just slap some stuff on the back and just, like, make your own part of, like, Mm -hmm. your own expansion to that almost. And it's really cool because the game is uh, really affordable. Mm -hmm. I think normally it retails at $25, but I've seen it maybe for $15 on sale. Mm -hmm. Totally worth it. I think I paid $25. Yeah. But um, check that one out. Easy, easy, easy pick up and play game. Yeah, definitely. And it plays, what, up to, like, eight players or something like that? I think so, but you could actually play it for, uh, you could play with a lot more people. Like when we did this team building activity, I paired them into teams. (laughs) (laughs) And so we each, um, as a team, worked together to come up with one word instead so that we were were cooperating. Mm -hmm. So it works. I mean, you can do, do it however you'd like. Otherwise, you can do it individually too. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. So what about yours? What's your recommendation for a easy uh, pick up and play game? So I picked Mystery of the Temples. 
a game by Emperor S4 Games and Deep Water. It's one of those games that there's a lot in this little box, but it's very easy to pick up and play because basically what you're doing, you're, you're just moving your meeple around, you're getting crystals to create these, I think what they call them is like spells, you know, or you're trying to break these curses. So you're using these spells to break these curses. And it's just, it's one of those that just, it's, you know, every game is very like, okay, well, I got to read the instructions. It's going to take me a little bit and then I'm going to get going. Like this one, I feel like you can easily just pick it up, get to the table. It's beautiful looking. There's lots of awesome art, just like every deep water game. I feel like the gems are amazingly beautiful too. You know, they, they say that it's a, there's a lot of strategy in this and I, I agree, but I don't think it's heavy handed to where it's the, you know, when you're playing it, you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. I feel like it, I feel like this is a game that's just very easy for you to just pick up and just, you know, I think play. I think what's nice about the games too, or that game especially, is that it's small. So if you want to be able to bring a easier game over to somebody's house, you're not loafing over like a giant box game either because it is what maybe a four by three game or something like that Mm -hmm. it's really not big and so i mean that lends for um something really nice too yeah and i feel like with the company uh emperor s4 they have a lot of those they do you know i could have put i could put a bunch of those on there really you know because they just there's just so many of those that you can easily do which leads us into, we decided we were going to pick individually ones that we thought fit this category, and then we'd also come together to pick one that we both agreed on. And what was the one that we agreed on? Our easy pick up and play game for that we both recommend would be Jixia Academy. Yeah. Also by Emperor S4 Games mm-hmm. and Deepwater Games. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those that, again, it's just very... This it's even easier to pick up and play, I think, than Mystery of the Temples. So, Jixi Academy is a reskin of Hannah Kimoji. It just has gentlemen on it instead, instead of the ladies, which I think is weird. <laughs> Why would you just leave it with the ladies instead? That'd have been cool. But again, it's just one of those games that's just really easy to pick up and play. You only have so many actions, actions to to you to do and stuff like that. But it, it has a lot of strategy in it and a lot of back and forth that really keeps it engaging, you know, and it's just, it's super fun. Again, with their art is amazing on it. I love the components. The components are cool with those little, like, swords or whatever, the katanas or whatever. Like, yeah, it's just, it's one of those games that just every time I play it, I'm like, I want to play this game again. And this one's only a two-player game. Yeah, and you can play it multiple times in a night because it plays so quickly. Oh, yeah. but um, And this one, again, is one of those small... Um, easy portable box. Yeah, yeah. You could games you, also could be one of those that you, you know. We I think we've talked about it in tons of episodes that we've done. You know, it's one of those you could bring to like, you know, once everything gets back to normal, go to a coffee house and play it just really quick before you drink oh, yeah. your coffee or have a bite to eat or like if you're waiting in line for a con, you could literally just sit on a floor and play it really quick with a friend. I didn't know where you were going with that because I was like. Well, you have to lay out cards, so I don't really know how you could play it. But yeah, sitting on floor, you certainly yeah, could. Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely one of those that I, I, I would highly recommend for anybody that's interested. It's one of those. Again, it's cheap. It's cheaper. 
it's a smaller game to quickly get out and yeah i don't know i just i love it a lot so yeah so nice. that's our easy pick up and plays okay so what's the next category we got going on here um, the next category we decided we wanted to do was stocking stuffers. Stocking stuffers. So what did you have for stocking stuffers? Stocking stuffers. All right. For me, I kind of went crazy on this because I... He did. It kind <laughs> of was... Yeah, I can't even think of a word. I was going to say annoying. Overwhelming? I was going to say annoying. And I was like, it's not really annoying. Like, I just felt bad because I didn't... Because I thought we were coming up with one thing. And then you got really... <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Really excited. If we're doing stocking stuffers, and I, like, I'm pr- probably less likely to do this than you. Or, no. I'm... Okay, so I'm saying this wrong. You're more likely to do it. Like, when you stuff a stocking, you stuff it with a ton of stuff. Like, that's what you like to do. Like, me, I'd probably put one or two things. But you, you like to put a lot in your stocking. So it's kind of funny that you were like... I'm just going to do one thing. And I'm like, I got this. I got that. I got. Well, because we talked about only picking one, one thing, but that was each person. And then one group thing. I don't know. And then you're like, I'm going to have a couple things, right? This, right? This, Oh wait, I got another thing, right? This. And I'm like, Oh my God. Now I need more things. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. We digress. So Kurt, (laughs) what did you say for stocking? All right. So I'll, I'll do this quick because it's, it's a decent amount of things. So most people, when they buy stuff for people, if it's board game related, a lot of times it's going to be board game ish. So it's going to be like, here, here's a small game. Here's a big game, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you know, what are some things that people wouldn't normally buy for themselves that you could get them? So I think like some like game trays, like game trays really has good stuff for, you know, fitting stuff into their box and get fitting your game into their into your box like better than just throwing them in a in a, into a trough like Fantasy Flight usually, usually does. Um, Turds. Yep. Uh, also like um like Etsy board game related stuff. So there's a lot of Etsy sellers that sell a lot of cool stuff. Like we've bought stuff for like Everdell and we've bought stuff for like gosh, what's some what's some uh uh Lords of Waterdeep and stuff. There's a lot of cool people that 3D print and sculpt their own like, you know, like for like uh Everdell we got like little Well, to enhance their games. Yeah, exactly. So like we've had a whole episode about pimping out our games. And so those types of things, those sellers, things to enhance. But also, I'm gonna I'm gonna pin on this. Um, other you, cool, you, you can't because you can only do one. Well, thing. I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm gonna take this over. Cool. Um, other things, not just board game related, regarding like enhancing your games, but also like ornaments. Yeah. Or magnets. Or. Things like that that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you could roll up a t-shirt and put it in a stocking if you wanted, I suppose. But yeah. um, that would also be a gift. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, or but. like even something that just came to me, like, say like, we, like, again, this is all like, if once the world gets back to normal, you know, like say like, for us, we know that kind of the North is coming up. So it could be like, hey, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to buy you a beer when kind of the north comes up that's your that's your stocking stuffer or like i'll I'll buy you a game a small game when we're there or something like that other things that i had that i thought would be kind of cool would be like role-playing pdf so not just board game related but like there's a lot of good indie gamers right now that are selling a lot of great 
role-playing games. Like I can think of like Riverhouse games are my our friend Taylor, like he has a ton of awesome games, but he also shares links to a lot of awesome indie gamers too, indie role players or role-playing companies that make cool stuff too. Uh, last but not least, another thing that I thought would be cool is that uh, Deepwater Games in cooperation with their comic book division, which I think is like Source Point Press, they're doing uh, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion comics. I thought that would be kind of neat too. Something different, you know, not just the same old thing. So, so in summary for Kurt, <laughs> this person's stocking is ginormous. I didn't say it would have to be all of it at the same totally time. I'm totally kidding. It's just I ideas. think that anybody would want Kurt to stuff their stocking because that sounds... They have the world's biggest stocking. Yeah. True. So I expect tons of things in my stocking. Except for when Tracy is stuffing your stocking because you're only doing, getting one thing. So Tracy, what are you thinking? I My Wonder Woman stocking upstairs is big enough for you to fit quite a few 3D printed um, enhanced stuff, maybe a game tray, like you could roll up a t-shirt, like you could do those kinds okay, of things for I will. me, okay? I will. You could owe me a beer at uh, <laughs> Con of the North, but I wouldn't drink it. I'll owe you a glass of wine. Oh. A glass of Vintner. Oh. <laughs> That's the weirdest noise. Okay, sorry. Was, was. Anyway, okay, so mine is a little bit more realistic. No, okay, not really realistic, but mine is on the actual... No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing you. I love you. Okay. So my first recommendation was Fiverr Findin, Kurt's favorite game. Fiverr Findin. Fiver oh, Fiverr Findin. Fiverr Findin. Fiverr Findin. I wish I knew German, but by, I don't. By Haba Games. And it is not Kurt's favorite game. Don't stuff that in my stocking. I don't want to. Because he's not very good at it. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. We've talked about this game before, but this is... One I think I ended up ordering online during our staycation when we couldn't go to Gen Con. This one is basically rolling and selecting shapes based on the roll of dice. And the shapes are laid out on the table. There's strategy to it that is like the fastest description of this game ever. But it's a nice stocking stuffer because it's a small compact game. This is one that you could play in a coffee house too. Mm-hmm. Really fast. Very quick and easy. Um, quick and easy. Quick to lose. Quick to win. What are you looking at me when you say quick to lose? How dare you? I don't this know. Po- this podcast is over. It's kind of my um, type of game. It is. So I thought it was fun. I can see that everybody liking it, but I think those that are kind of thinky, like myself. Again, why are you, why are you saying that? Just, because we're having this podcast like together I, like and I'm, I'm looking not, at my co-host. Like, I'm not thinking? Boy, I, oh, I, love, wow. I love where okay. this is going. Boy, this, this category of stocking stuffers <laughs> is not going very well. And then the other one that I added just before we started, because I felt like I had to add another one, because Kurt had so many, I added Cover Your Kingdom mm-hmm. by Grandpa Beck's Games. Mm-hmm. This is a family favorite for us. It is a nice, beefy, compact game that would fit in anybody's stocking. Mm-hmm. But it is um, it is the type of game that is good to play with multiple people in a family game. But also you can play with gamers, mm-hmm. I would say, too. Yeah. There is a lot of funny text on the cards because basically you're trying to get matches 
and build up your kingdom and then cover up certain characters and stuff like that. But there's just funny jokes and Mm -hmm. there's a couple different um, ways that you can play the game. And this game is fairly affordable too. Mm -hmm. I think it retails at 25 normally, but Grandpa Bex always has, I think recently they just had like 20% off of their games, which is really nice too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And if if you've ever played the original version of Cover Your Assets by... Grandpa Beck's game. This is basically a uh, fantasy reskin of it with a lot of cool, fun stuff. So. Oh, it's really funny. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of their games, I think, are good stocking stuffers. For like sure. Skull King. That was a nice surprise for us when we ended up playing that. When we played in the Skull King State Championship. Yep. But I'm not going to talk about that because no. we didn't learn how to play that in 2020. No. But um, just kind of a little bit of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That was a good stocking stuff also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last one would be our um, mutual recommendation for stocking stuff. That's stepper, right. That's right. Which is The Crew. Or Die Crew, if you're ger- speaking German. Yes. Which sounds more ominous. <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though you die, crew. Yeah, even though die means the in German, it still sounds like you're gonna die. By um, Thames and Cosmos, Cosmos and Thames, Thames and Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I like to talk about them both. <laughs> this also, if you've listened to the podcast, we talk about this game quite often. It's yep. one of my favorites yeah. ever. I think it's like one of my favorite trick taking games of all time. Yeah, yeah. This is another one that I feel like is a very easy pick up and play. The cool thing I think about the crew is that it has a little story to it because you're basically you're, you're in space, you're you're trying to you know do certain things in space, and some problems arise, and you're trying to figure out how to get these tricks, and these tricks basically are telling a story of how you're trying to get through some of the problems that you come into, and I like the that it changes every every time you have a certain hand that you're playing or trick or part of the story. It'll kind of flip like, you know, one of them's like, okay, you have to get so many tricks, but then these people have to get these certain cards, but then sometimes you have to do them in a certain order or some, you know, it's just, I don't know who designed this, but whoever came up with the concept, he really looked into changing up a lot of the things to keep it fresh. And I feel like even if you went through the whole story of this game, you could play it multiple times and still have tons of fun. And we've... We haven't even gotten through the whole game yet, but it's just every time we play, we're like, let's play another one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's play another one. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those. It's just it's quick fun and just uh, just love it. Well, and even if you're not into that story aspect that Kurt was talking about, which to be honest with you, like Logan and I are like, whatever. <laughs> you know, we don't really we listen to it, but we really don't listen to it. It doesn't really. I mean, it doesn't totally matter. No, it I does don't not. think. And it's just the fact of trick taking and like what you can, uh, what tricks you can take first and second and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. And it is a co- another compact, great game that you can stuff right in that stocking. Yep. For sure. And it's it's way affordable. Yeah, definitely. They always have sales on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, what's the next category we're leading into now? So, the next category is family. So basically, it is one that we th- or games that we think would be fun for families to play together. Yeah, I mean we've kind of talked about some 
games that are you know have a decent amount of players that you can play with family, but these are ones that we really recommend that we thought would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first this time. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I'd ever say this, but I am going to. I like a fish tank game. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, when you think. I'm like, where are you going yeah, with this? Well, it's funny because when you think of you know certain themes and stuff like that, you're like, oh, this will be the one that I like. I always go to like fantasy games or like my some of my favorites and stuff like that. But I was able to really fall in love with Ten Gallon Tank by Winsmith Games. And it's a fun, I cut, you choose game. And I feel like, again, we've talked about this when we talked about Tin Gallon Tank with the boys from uh, Winsmith. But, like, there's there's just not enough uh, I cut, you choose games out there. And the art on this game and the, the way it plays, and it's so smooth, but yet has so much strategy to it. Like, again, it's one of those we've kind of talked about with some of these games that we're talking about. It's... It, it's one of those that every time I play it, I, I want to go, oh, let's play that again. And then you get done with it, and it's like quick, and you're like, ah, oh, I want to play this again, you know? And I like that, you know, it's a, you know, the, again, the all I cut you choose thing, it's just so awesome, but the set collection too. And thing that, something I've talked about in the past, like, I love games that go so quickly that you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I have enough strategy for this. So then it makes you want to play it again to get more strategy to get to win and I feel like David and Travis did a really good job of making this a game that just sucks you in and makes you want to play it repetitively wow that's a hard word to say (laughs) but how much wood does a woodchuck chuck yeah so I, you know, I just, I just love, you know, the goals that they have for some of it too they've got certain other goals that you can hit but you know, also some some of the some of the uh, some of the sets and stuff like that that you need to get those are tough. You know, especially when depending upon the player count. Well, they're almost like a gotcha because if you can't get them, then you're like stuck score or not scoring. Yeah, like the angelfish. The angelfish, yeah, for sure. You know, even like the gourami is kind of interesting because like when you when you get a gourami, you have to discard another fish. So like that, that's kind of tough in itself because it's like, okay, it's cool because it's like, okay, maybe I can get rid of a, a fish that maybe it's not going to help me right now, but also you could get rid of something that could really. That's part of your, part of something you're working yeah, on with the collection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, again, because we're talking about families, I feel like any family could play this. Oh yeah. You know, and it's got, you know, it says ages eight and up, even Logan, I think at a younger age probably could have played this. Because it's not really, it's not too thinky, but it also, again, it has enough strategy for older people to play. So, yeah, yeah I really enjoy it. Yep. Um, I feel like this game, I know this is your recommendation, but I feel like this game would fit in a stocking stuffer category. For those of you that don't know the how big the box is, because it is a I cut you choose card game. The box is not very big, so it would fit in a stocking yeah. So it would be a good stocking stuffer game too. Yeah, definitely. That's that's kind of where I struggled with some of these because some game some of the games I feel like fit in multiple categories. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was a good pick. Yeah. What about yours? Um, my pick was Bosk. Nice. And this one kind of surprised me. Um, Bosk by uh, Floodgate Games, and this one 
you won in a competition, not a competition. In you, a giveaway. In a giveaway mm-hmm. competition. <laughs> I <laughs> he, fought to the he death. He did like a gymnastics competition sure. and he won this mm-hmm. game. No, he filled out a survey or something and I think he won the giveaway of Bosque through Floodgate Games. And we got it. And I guess I, to be honest with you, I never was, this was never a game I would have looked to buy. Yeah. But I don't know if I thought it was going to be a lot like photosynthesis, which we didn't really, we thought we had to have, and we didn't really like it as much as we thought we would. Yeah, I think think that's where we failed on that game. I think we judged it solely on the fact that photosynthesis was kind of a letdown for us. And so we thought, well, this is kind of the same-ish kind of thing, even though it is different. Well, same type of concepts, but different. Yeah. Different enough. And what's cool about Bosque is, well, number one, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like the colors are awesome, but it has different aspects of it. Like you're laying down leaves and you're stacking them and like you can take over piles and different terrains and stuff like that. But it, I think it's easy enough to um, have kids play it and have families play it and then the differences in the weather and stuff like that but it's not too complicated whereas photosynthesis i think got you know like you had to think about it yeah it was a little a way little more too much and we just mm-hmm. yeah for some reason it just wasn't our our thing yeah. and isn't there a cute squirrel in this game too oh of course yeah yeah so i don't know that's my recommendation that was kind of short and sweet but it's it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, definitely. I think obviously this one is not a stocking stuffer because it wouldn't fit in a stocking. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hefty, but <clears throat> but again, I feel like yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel like families can easily, you know, get together and have fun with this game, especially with all the seasons and kind of all the back and forth. It's fun. Yeah, the the bits and all the components of it make it cool too. I think the kids would like the the leaf. Wood components and things like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. It's a great game. Okay. And then our team. <laughs> I'm going to use the word team again. Cool. Our team recommendation for a family game. Um, do you want to say it? or Sure. Okay. It's Flapjack Football by Mind the Gap Studios. This is a game that I, yeah, I feel like I've been talking about a lot lately. It is my favorite dexterity game ever. And I have a lot of fun with it. I am not great at it. And I'm not the best, and sometimes I have really good streaks, and sometimes I don't, but I feel like it's a game that everyone should have. Uh, there, I'll say it. <laughs> if, so, if if dexterity games are your thing, and it's something that you can have fun with, I should put that caveat on, because not everyone is going to really like or be able, it's going to be harder for some people to play dexterity games. So I'll put that caveat there. So I think what's cool about it, too, is that it's a dexterity game and a memory game. Oh, yeah. So, and that's kind of the way I always describe it when I talk about it with people because you have the dexterity part because you're flipping pancakes blindly um, from a pile that's face down to try to collect them, but then you have to lay them down face, or you have to lay them face down in front of you and remember what type of pancake each of them is to be able to fill orders. And so that's a trick right there, and that's something that when we played it the last time that we all struggled with yeah is remembering where we put our pumpkin pancakes and where we put our chocolate chips and things like that but it's a cool game this one yeah the components are awesome yeah from the egg timer to the 
the griddles to the actual pancakes to the pancakes yeah yeah just everything is awesome about it it's It's not disappointing it is not you know it's and it's funny because it you know there's not a lot to it you know there's just you know the stuff you said and then like the the order cards yep and basically you're just trying to you know flip up the right ones remember what you're doing and I feel like sometimes it can get kind of chaotic, but in a good way, you know, and it's a lot of fun. And then, like, I am, I have the worst memory. And sometimes I can do really good at remembering. And like, like you said the last time, I had a terrible time but trying we, to remember. But it got us all it the did. last time. It did. Which is unusual, because usually I, it doesn't get me. But I hardly, the part that got me worse than mem- memorizing anything was even being able to flip any pancakes for god's sake yeah and that part that part is like we even had we even had peter show us like how to hold it on the griddle to flip it better and stuff like that and sometimes even that's hard but i like that he put you know a couple of uh other things in it too where you've got like the moldy pancake where you can throw it on top of someone else's uh uh stack of pancakes and they can't use that for that round or the order daily special daily special card where you can trade in that that uh pancake or whatever card or whatever for two discarded pancakes to help you win so it keeps it going it keeps it fresh and i feel like it's one of those games that like it doesn't get old for me it's just tons of fun so i really enjoy it yeah that'll be a nice game to to haul out um when we can get back together with family yeah definitely because it plays two to six so got quite a few people you can play with and you can swap out really easily because it just it plays so quickly that you can easily have, like, you know, I would never have this many people, but you could have 15 to 30 people and just keep swapping people out to, you know, I see feel like them. it's kind of, I just thought of it as we were sitting here talking, I feel like it's kind of a revised version of Spoons. <laughs> kind of. Okay, so that was the family category. The next category we have is the hobbyist game category, meaning... For those of you out there that are like really into the hobby and are looking for something maybe a little bit more crunchy mm-hmm. or a little has a little bit more in depth, maybe rules or components and things like that. So these were things that we came up with that we that were new to us in 2020. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Whether they were new games in 2020, no, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one for me that I wanted to pick, and we I feel like we played played this in the expansions that we got more than a lot of other games, which is cool, Yep, is The Captain is Dead by AEG. I love the theme in this. It's kind of like your Star Trek-y kind of like, you know, us against the world kind of thing, and what kind of strategy can you do to get rid of the threat and... The art is amazing. It kind of reminisces me back to like old school science science fiction video games. Can't remember. I think I referenced this last time we talked about The Captain is Dead in a a previous episode. It was just like, you know, it just the look of it is awesome. The gameplay is amazing. It's hard. Well, and we, we were first introduced to this game probably. We were first introduced to this game, I think, at our first Gen Con. Yeah. We sat down at a table and learned how to play The Captain's Dead. And but we just bought it. Yeah. For the first time last year. No, this year. This year, really? I yeah, don't, it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. This year. You're right. Because AEG had a deal 
And so you bought, I think you bought the base game and you bought the expansions and, or two expansions and then you got one of the games free or something insane. But, um, so this game has kind of been on our radar for quite a while. Yeah. So that just goes to show it's been out for a long time, but yeah, it's brutal. It is brutal. And it, and again, that like what we talk about is, you know, like going back to games that just intrigue you and that make you want to do it like there it's a lot to say about a game that is a game that you could possibly lose multiple times and still want to go back to that's saying a lot for a game yep you know and i like that it's you know originally was a game crafter game that aeg picked up and really ran ran with it which is cool Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, we played the, we played one of the two expansions that we have, that we have, I think Dangerous Planet. I haven't played Lockdown yet, but I'm excited to play that. It's just one of those that, one, even when I'm talking about it, I get it back, back in the back of my head going, I, I want to play this now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I really like the, um, like you said, the look of it, but I like the colors of it too. Yeah. They're like so vibrant mm-hmm. and they're not drab. So they really kind of like welcome you in and want you to play it because they're like, they really pop. Yeah, and you're not a science fiction fan, so it's nice to be able to bring out something that I like that you don't necessarily care for and be being able to have fun with it. So Yeah, and and um, Logan actually has played that with us too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on your kids and things like that. That could be um, something that potentially they would be able to play with you too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Depending on their level of gaming and things yeah, like that. That is true. So what's your hobbyist game? My hobbyist game, not as in-depth as yours, but I picked Fantastic Factories. Great game. Um, That one is by, well, we bought it through Deepwater Games site. We bought it through a bundle deal through Deep Deep Factory. (laughs) (laughs) We bought it through a bundle deal through Deepwater Games, but it's um, by Metafactory Games. Mm -hmm. And... This game is one game that I would like to play over and over again, too. It's like one of those where it finishes and then I want to play it again because I feel like I wanted to do even more (laughs) with my factory the first time. So it's a lot of card building and kind of um, accruing resources to be able to like enhance your factory and things like that. They have another, they have an expansion coming out too, which I'm looking forward to having that come out. But this is a cool looking game too. I like the the colors. Apparently color really has us going. Apparently, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. What are you looking up? They have two, two expansions that are going to be coming up. Maybe we're getting both of those. I don't know. We've kickstarted so much stuff lately that I don't even know what we're getting anymore. So <laughs> it happens when you don't go to conventions. You spend your money elsewhere. But yeah, I, it's one of those games that it the art looks really kind of simplistic almost. It has it's kind, kind of boxy. Yeah, it is, and it's got it kind of has almost a to me kind of like old school Nintendo Mario kind of look to it, but in a fan uh, in a factory kind of setting. And it's one of those games that, like, I was like, okay, it's it's dice rolling, it's, you know, uh, resource collecting, it's that kind of thing. And I was like, well, this should be fun. 
I didn't realize how much fun I would actually have with this game. And then, mm-hmm. it, and it really, you know, putting that fantastic in front of factories, like I, I agree. You know, it's, yeah, it's it's a. I know they did it for because they wanted to have a you know a fun name with it, but like really like this is a fantastic game, and the fact that we kind of. You know, it's one of those that p- people were kind of talking about, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily know if, if I would really enjoy it, and I was like, why, why, why hadn't we gotten to it on the ground floor? You know. Yeah, it would be weird if they just named it Factories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, thank you for calling it Fantastic Factories. No, totally fantastic. <laughs> um, and then the last game, not last but not least, the Kurt and Tracy recommendation for. Hobbyist game was Crusaders Thy Will Be Done. Yep. By uh, Tasty Minstrel Games. Yep. And this game was introduced to us by... Sean and John, basically. Sean oh, Epperson and John... Oh, Sean Berenza. introduced it too? Yep. He was oh. he was kind of... Well, more John. But I think... Uh, I think it's something that Sean also actually was talking about also that he really enjoyed it. But um, t- again, talk about another... Another um, concept in games that I feel like is not in enough games is the Rondell concept. And I love that the way they do it with this game where you're using different cubes to go around this Rondell. And you can also upgrade your Rondell to get certain things. But you're basically trying to dominate these territories and maneuver for different spots and stuff like that. And I don't know. Taste of Minstrel is always really good at making nice, crunchy, thinky games that in essence, aren't too terribly hard to play, really. It, they're harder to master because they're more thinky, but they're not as hard to get to know and play. Yeah, and Kurt's talking about the Rondell. What's cool about the Rondell is that everyone has their own. Yeah, too, for sure. Which I thought was a cool concept when he... Um, when we first bought it, and then he's played it online before, but we hadn't played it like in person, in game. And I liked it too because, of course, here we go with colors again. Mm. Apparently colors are very intriguing for Tracy. I'm like a little baby. Mm. Um, with the teals and the oranges and, man, they just pop. And they were like, it just. Yeah, and the components are awesome. Dang. You know, really fun to look at and play with and stuff like that. And I know that John has the upgraded version, and he says that's just amazing. But, like, even we have just, like, the yeah, I don't retail even version, that. and we don't, yeah, we don't necessarily need it. Maybe if we wanted to upgrade it in the future, that could be a stocking stuffer for us or whatever. You know, maybe. Or just a game, because mm-hmm. this baby wouldn't fit in a stocking. Yeah, yeah. So It's pretty heavy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's it's a it's just like any tasty minstrel game. It's a hefty. Yeah. It's a hefty. It's a hefty hefty thing. So. All right, and that leads us into our last category, which is the MFG cast recommends. I wish we had a noise for stamp of approval. <laughs> there we go. How about that? Yes. I, you know what's funny is that you that you say that I want to do that for our videos. I want to have an actual stamp for our videos. Too bad I don't know tech that well that I can do that. If anybody, everybody knows anybody that can help us out, let it, let me know. <laughs> well, you don't ask your wife who might be able to help you with something. Okay. No, I don't really know. Okay, Tracy, who do you know? Well, no, I might be able to help you. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Something that we just kind of wanted to pick on our own that we thought that you should be playing or should have or should give for 
your holidays. Hi. You gonna say something? Do you want me to say it first? <laughs> no. Give mine first? Yeah, go. Ta-da for the holidays. I put the Isle of Cats Meow. by the City of Games. This game, as I'm gonna reference back to previous episodes, was thoroughly researched prior to purchasing. And I have no regrets on this game. So I would have no regrets recommending this game. Okay, that sounded like I was whipping you. I'm so sorry. Recommending this game to anybody. To be honest with you, I feel like this game doesn't have to be just a... This could be a family game because there's a portion of it that has like... There's like a family section or yeah, something it's in there. Like, yeah, it's We've like never a, played with that. An easier version. I just think this game is easy enough, but you can make it thinky enough for even somebody who's like way more into the game and it's like super beefy. So don't put this in a stocking. No, definitely not. But it's basically using like Tetris like piece cats and placing them together via colors, trying to cover up rats, trying to fill up sections of a boat rescuing cats you name it that's what i'm gonna say no get it (laughs) (laughs) i don't apparently that was a cat splashing in water getting dropped off a boat (laughs) thank god (laughs) we just started with the sound effects now nice yeah people have already left okay so left at the very beginning remember they always they always do all right so the isle of cats this is one that i didn't even think i would even enjoy why are you talking about this game? Uh, well, okay. You, I thought you were done. Okay, you can give your feedback on it, but it was mine. Okay, go for it. No, go for it. I was done. Oh, okay. But yeah, I just wanted to say my own two cents. <laughs> Jeez, why can't I talk? <laughs> hey. Well, I get to say that. Okay. Mm. Okay, so, sorry, everybody. I'm just, I would agree. Like, I feel like this is, like, I didn't think a game about an Isle of Cats would trip my trigger i'm not a i like cats i'm not a cat person but i like cats enough and i was just kind of thinking like what what about this game would be fun yeah he was not really excited when i bought it no i wasn't <laughs> i will agree wholeheartedly <laughs> i'm like i think i'm gonna get this game and he's like yeah you should get that game and he probably looked at me like oh my god i hope she doesn't get that game i was like well it's got a solo mode have fun playing it by yourself no <gasps> I'm just kidding. Oh, I would God, never, the secret's I would never coming do. out now. I, I would never do anyway, that. Anyway, you guys, we're not doing this game justice by talking about how much Kurt didn't want me to buy it, <laughs> but but by him saying now he does not have regrets no, on me buying it. Definitely. You know, it's it's one of those games that like pleasantly surprised me. I like the polyomino cats. I love... You know, trying to cover up all parts of the boat, you know, and stuff like that. Because you get negative points for, like, some of the rooms if you don't cover them. And then if you don't cover rats. And you have different cards that kind of, you know, alter gameplay and stuff like that. There's a lot of awesome things in here. And even, like, the the cat meeples. Like, the, the, the keeples. I don't know. The capples. I like the keeples. The keeples? Okay, let's keep that. Uh, the keeples, get it? Okay. But... You know, I just, everything about this game is, it's like, it's super fun. It really surprised me and I really enjoyed it. Again, it's one of those games that when we, when we play it, I'm like, wow, this is fun. Let's play it again. You know, I really was shocked by it. Really liked it. So 
I'm glad you're proud of me. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud for of you. For number one, not jumping the gun. And number yep. two, doing my research. Yep. Because I know I've done that, so I'm guilty of that. Oh, no shit. I am too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Kurt. Yes. My friend. Yes. My husband. Yes. My confidant. Hi. What is your MFG cast recommended? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like it. Go for it. it was... Pick. Uh, I like Rap Gods by Board Game Brothers. I really enjoy Rap Gods because it's one of those games that there's not enough there's not enough games about the hip hop community out there that I've seen, and the way that uh, Am- Amari Akil made this game, like he made it just so wonderfully well, where you know you are trying to you know basically tell the story of this of your rapper, and everyone has their own character but through these cards that you're collecting you're telling a story of this rap god's career and i love just the way that he put it together if i can chime in i really here we go with uh aesthetics of how it looks Mm -hmm. i really like this game because i it has that cool like graffiti yeah it's like street art street art look Yeah, yeah yeah it's cool it's vibrant gets your attention yeah Hamu Dennis's art is just phenomenal in this, and it it really it really just pops. Yeah, and just every part of this game is like it's fun. Like sometimes when you're when you're playing a game, you like you we play games for the fun of them, but some games when you play them, it almost feels like you're sludging through, and you're like, okay, well I gotta get to this part, and I'm trying to win, and blah blah blah. Like this game, every time I play it, I'm like, I am having the most fun. And I enjoy it even when I'm lo- even if I'm losing. I just everything about this game is just just totally a blast. Well, and I think I think adding the elements of like the beef in mm-hmm. the game and like basically you're competing against another rapper with dice. Mm-hmm. I always lose, but whatever. <laughs> um, you're too nice. Well, no, I meant like with against the. I don't ever. I start beef with anybody. Yeah, but you're I, too nice. I am too nice. <laughs> but when people start beef with me, I lose. And I always lose this game. But that doesn't mean I don't like playing it. Yeah. Because you can't always win in life. That's true. That's true. And this game is a good example of it. Yeah. It's great fun. So yeah. yeah that's I'm... a good recommendation. Thank you. Totally, I know. It sounds it like totally a whip. It totally sounds know. like we're whipping. I, I know. Sorry, I'm, guys. We're I, not whipping. Indiana Jones recommends. No. Okay. Okay. So what's our what's our come together recommendation for a game? Now I feel like we need to play the Beatles or something. Why? Is that come together? Oh, come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We picked Mercado, which um, is by Thames and Cosmos. And this was a really crazy surprise for us yeah and so i feel like with this game we feel like we need to shout it from the rooftops that this game is kind of underrated yeah for sure we got a super smashing deal on it when we bought it maybe 20 bucks or something like that through amazon and this game doesn't look pretty from the outside just has like a cup like a golden cup or something like that but basically you're so you're grabbing um, different colored coins is how they refer to them, 
from your bag to be able to complete different um, items that are on the table, whether it's are there potions? Yeah, there's potions. Po- yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then there's like different like items and stuff like that. So basically, what you're doing is you're in a you're in a market and you're trying to get the most like precious potions and and gifts and stuff like that to kind of uh, up your reputation. Yep, but you have to win. But you have to basically win because you all can lay out your coins. Um, you don't have to win them on one shot. Meaning like. You draw coins from the bag. You draw two tur- turquoise and one gold or something like that. You can lay them in front of items that you want in your space. Doesn't mean you have to purchase that. It's just basically what you're contributing towards that item. Mm-hmm. And you have um, things that you will be awarded if you get second place or potentially you could lose out. Mm-hmm. If you, um, you could actually... It could suck for you if you get second place. And then you move around on a track and then somebody wins and then it's awesome and hooray and $20 <laughs> by yeah. the game. Yeah. And I like the track too because the track even enhances the game too where it's like you can get more of a certain coin. Like they've got these white, uh, they've got these white um, uh, wild coins that you can use and stuff like that throughout the game where you can get on that track. You can also... Like, basically, moving on this track is how you get to the end to win, and the first mm-hmm. one to get to that wins. But also, there's a thing where you can start anywhere on the board and then just go around to the end to win. It's yeah, that's on cool. the track. Yeah, yep. So cool. the track isn't always going to be the same. Yeah. You actually can make it your own. Yeah. And this is another, like, easy pick-up-and-play game. Yeah. Like, anyone could play this. It looks kind of strange. Yeah. Not, well, okay, not strange, but I saw it, I think, on a Facebook post, too, and I thought, well, shoot, I'm going to just look this up, and I did a little bit of um, looking around on this one, too, and bought it. It took us a while to be able to play it, but once we played it, man, we were surprised, and this is one that we just kept playing and playing and playing and playing, and I think one weekend we probably played it, like, eight times. Yeah, definitely. We really like this one. Yeah, just one that's really... Yeah, it's just, again, it's one of those that every time we play it, we're like, let's play it again. And then we're done. We're like, let's play again. Like, it's so quick. You can mm-hmm. play, get a lot of plays out really easily. And again, it's just it's just one of those gems that we're like, as soon as we found it, we're like, nobody's going to, nobody knows enough about this game. So we're like, you need to know about, about it. You need to know about it. Yeah, we didn't know about it until we got it. You know, yeah. We were kind of. So. <laughs> okay, that sounded a little that's bit better. better. Yep, that's better. Yep. If you saw what I was doing, I was stamping. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Perfect. buy it. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, that's our list of our recommendations for the holiday season. 2020. Uh, that's right. Uh, 2020 has been a dumpster fire, but we're yeah. going to bring some let's love this, and fun to you. Let's kick this year in the ass. Yeah. Kick it right out of here. That's right. That's right. Boom, so, boom. Yeah. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's right. Okay. Well... So hopefully you have a nice holiday season. Remember, be safe. Keep your distance. Wear a mask. Come on now. Let's do that thing because we care about you. And we're just glad that you'll be able to enjoy the things that you can enjoy, including this episode of the MFG Cast. So until next time, I am Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. 
This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.